I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, and joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, the live lord, the one more thing king. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Nick, Rachel Nichols of ESPN tweeted out today about Mark Cuban talking, uh, revisiting the Kristaps Porzingis trade. And uh, just for old time's sake, it just made me th- think about that whole day. And uh, right now, as we're recording this uh, podcast, our Friday podcast is always a live recording. It happens on Thursday night on a hot mic. So we have a chat room right now that's uh, chatting in things. So I'm going to ask the chat and I'm going to ask Nick, where were you and what were you doing when the Kristaps Porzingis trade went down the first like not just the not the morning one to where it's like oh Porzingis on the block they listed the four teams I'm talking about the Shams Woj bomb that said Dallas Mavericks have you know traded for Kristaps Porzingis blah 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 where were you what were you doing when that happened I don't remember what I was doing but I do remember what I did like almost immediately afterwards we got on locked on we got on this podcast, we turned the mics on, we hit record, and we just yell, let's go, like over and over and over again. Uh, and sometimes people send it, send that clip to us on Twitter when they're excited about something. It's just a clip of us saying, let's go, which is hilarious. Um, which is still to this day, I think, our highest downloaded uh, uh, single episode over the past three years, I yeah, think, right? I'd have to, I'm, I probably should go, now that I have time, I should probably go back and check to see what was so, our most downloaded, like top five or whatever, and, and tweet it out. As you read some of these things, I'll, I'll tell you where I was at. I I was actually at a stoplight. I was taking my son uh, at the time who was, gosh, I don't know, six months yeah, old, I guess, old at, at the all. time. And uh, I was taking him to his uh, an appointment, a doctor's appointment, a checkup. I was at a stoplight talking to my mom on the phone. The trade goes down. I, I, I look at my phone at the stoplight. I see what happens. I start freaking out, screaming. I'm like, no way. All this stuff. My mom gets pissed. And because I'm like, I got to go, got to go. And I didn't tell her why I had to go. She thought something <laughs> happened to us. All this stuff. And it was so I had to. Cause so then I call, I think I called Nick maybe. Yeah, you called and me. I you called call me. You're like, I got my son in the car. I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> I and was like, you I'm can like, take oh. your time. I was like, we can get the emergency pot out at some point. You're like, no, I'm going home. I'm leaving my son. <laughs> Yeah, so it was crazy. My wife, uh, yeah, I end, yeah, my wife ended up uh, going to a doctor's appointment too, and I walked out of that doctor's appointment. I actually didn't go home to record that pod. I recorded that pod over the phone in the parking garage at <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, medical Medical City <laughs> Hospital right. here in Dallas, uh, and freaking out. And one of the worst audios you could possibly do, but everybody listened so everyone got in on it uh in the chat right now so like isaac said we're live on the hot mic app right now in the chat some people are saying uh michael is saying he was in the middle of basketball practice and his coach showed him the Woj bomb right in the middle of basketball practice uh eddie said he was at work and almost lost his cool because he told his boss that he that he lost it 
Uh, Hayden said he was sad in the moment because he liked DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> it's funny those initial like, what was your initial reaction? Like, oh dang, DeAndre's gone. But oh my gosh, we got Porzingis. You know, like that was his original thing. Speed said he was cutting onions at work and it made him cry. Uh, and it wasn't because of the onions. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's where what, we what about Andre, I want to say Andre uh, or Andres in here said uh, he actually says in this chat I was on deployment pulling a guard shift flipping out good times I bragged about that for a minute. Uh, thank you for your service and, and, and all that. That's really cool that you're hearing about that trade and stuff while you're deployed. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Andres and everyone out there. Um, okay, so this is a game pod today. We've already done a fantasy draft on the Locked On um, live stream on Hot Mike. The chat did a fantasy draft with players 33 years and or older. Uh, so that was fun. So if you want to join in on some of those fantasy drafts, join us on Hot Mike. We do it every Thursday night. So that was pretty fun. Um, I didn't take LeBron first overall. Yeah, I had to so get the first pick to and didn't out. take LeBron. He took Chris Paul, which was just hilarious. I wasn't going to tell him who I picked, but I think I ended up with a better team than Chad did. So and chat and the chat group got uh got LeBron. So we'll see. Um, and that'll be on that'll be on the uh, the Twitter account that you can vote for. So all right, we're gonna play some games. We're gonna do some rapid fire what ifs. Isaac's got some big questions for me, and then we're gonna do uh, a game called Make Me Pick Between Two Things. We'll play it with chat, and that should be pretty fun. So Isaac, you got some questions ready? All right, we're gonna imagine that uh, we are in the Disney World bubble. That whenever the NBA, if they do get to start back up, they're quarantined, the bubble life at the complex down there at Disney. So imagine they're calling it campus. They're calling it a campus experience. Oh, get out of they're, here. Get, they're trying to move away from the bubble vernacular and they're trying to move back to, <laughs> to campus. campus experience. Campus style okay. is what they're trying to say. Um, which, okay. which, by the way, first of all, I've seen this take a couple times on Twitter and people saying, oh, look. Uh, Disney World is opening back up July 15th. And does that mean that the NBA shouldn't go to Disney World? Do you understand how big Disney World is? Like, Disney World is literally its own city. It has its own rules and laws in it because of how big it is and how much space it takes up. You can be in Disney World at the Wide World of Sports and have no contact with anybody going to the parks. So uh, as somebody that lives there that's a pass holder, I just wanted to make that clear. And that, that's something that people said on Twitter pretty quick after people had this opinion, but I just want to throw that out first. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, Disney World, and it, it's just a whole, literally, it's its own world. So It's literally, it's, uh, it's, literally I, its own city. It has its own like jurisdictions and everything. That's insane. Yeah. I'm the mayor of Disney World. Um, <laughs> well, he's, all right, he's a so mouse. If, if, you, <laughs> if you were inside the bubble, you're quarantined in there, and for some reason they said, hey, Nick, you're there as media person. We're going we're gonna to give you one restaurant that Ooh. would provide any, all the food for you for two months there, but it can only be one restaurant. What restaurant in the entire country would you choose? Chat, y'all tell us the restaurant too. A restaurant. So this is four players. So I'm thinking just by sheer volume of things that they have on their menu, like the first thing that came to my mind is Cheesecake Factory. Because even during a quarantine, there's no way you can have all the things on the menu because there's just too many things, right? That was the first thing I thought of. And then I'm like, well, you, you want good food and there's really no expense, right? Uh, no. So what... I guess, I mean, if I'm just going to the restaurant, I don't have a ton of experience in the, the fine dining restaurant. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. uh, we're not in the same tax bracket as NBA players and what they would like. But um, uh, Nick and Sam's comes to mind. If we're, Nick and if, Sam's for if sure. If we're going to go local, that's a good one. That's, 
That's a, that's a popular place. Can we just get Cattleback Barbecue? I know that they're they're not. Is it technically a restaurant because you can only kind of grab it and go, uh, and it's only open mm-hmm. like two days a week. But that's a really good one if we're going local in Dallas. Um, Lockhart, uh, Dallas place. This is Pappy's Barbecue. Andre says Chick Fil A. Um, do love Chick Fil A. Justin said Parkway Grill in Wichita Falls, Texas. Uh, oh, John Cunningham says Beyond Meat Burger. Okay. Chick-fil-A or Subway um, from Andres. Are y'all down for Cracker Barrel? I feel like it. I, I like Cracker Barrel. It has a... Nick's giving me a weird face. You don't like Cracker Barrel? I don't not love Cracker Barrel, but I just don't see Cracker Barrel as a place that lots of NBA players would want to eat all the time. Oh, I was, I was taking this as like a, a personal oh, thing. Like, hey, oh, okay. Nick, you get to choose the food or the place And that I'm playing NBA... And get. I'm playing basketball while I'm eating this food all the time? You're not playing. You're a media person. Get out of here. <laughs> okay. All right. So speaking as a media person, my second hypothetical this this question was going to (laughs) be as a uh, as a media person, if you were there and uh, somebody hired you, because honestly, if if I got to go down, which I'm not, and even if I, yeah, I wouldn't go down there because my family stuff. But here's the thing: if if I was there and as a media person, I got to cover it, I would literally do it in like a diary type of format, kind of like the draft diary that Bill Simmons used to do back in the day. I would do it from like a diary journal uh, standpoint of covering it and just because it would be such a unique experience. Yeah. Nick, if you had to pick, Lakers are out of the question. If you had to pick one team to follow around and for the two-month span the Mavericks or the out entire of the time too? there. Yeah, Mavericks out of the question too. And to write a diary journal cover their whole time in Disney which team would it be man I'm, I'm probably going to pick a team that I think is going to go pretty far because I would want to be there as long as possible that's true uh, so I guess I'm going I mean Bucks or Clippers is the first one the first two teams that come to come to mind because they're going to probably be there the longest um, John in the okay. chest oh, is the chest. Here's, here's the thing you have the Bucks and you know you know that even though they're not supposed to, there's a way the Lopez brothers are going to Disney World while they're there. Even if Ooh. they're not supposed to, right? That's true. So maybe maybe I go Bucks and then I just follow the Lopez brothers everywhere and see how they get to Disney World without like being caught by the NBA officials. Okay, so some people are... We have this chat going on on Hot Mic, uh, this app, as we're live. And some people are mentioning the Jazz yeah. for the Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell thing. And I'm not going to lie, that'd be kind of intriguing. That would be an David interesting Locke. one to watch over and over again. Um, okay, continuing on. If you had to pick one player to be mic'd up for the entire playoffs, who would it be? I mean, how is it not LeBron. I don't know. Kawhi's not going to give you anything. I would. I wouldn't pick LeBron. I would want somebody that's going to be more. Yeah, that's more. It's going to be like more authentic in it. Because okay, however you feel about LeBron, LeBron knows the stage, and he's going like he he PJ will Tucker. do things <laughs> for the attention. I want more like hundred percent real. Whatever's happening, yeah. It's not just for show. Oh, uh, Pat Patrick Beverly is a is, is one coming up in the. I was going to say Pat Beverly would be high up that list for me. Speed says Jokic. Um, Interesting. I just don't, think you're, thing I just don't with, think you're getting a lot from him or Luca or or Kawhi. Yeah, I was going to say, but here's the thing with Luca. I feel like Luca does talk. Like Luca talks way more than Kawhi. That's true. And, he um, does on the court. So like, he does. Yeah. And I feel like Luca would be fun. I don't think he would be my choice for it, but. Um, 
I think Pat Beverly would be my choice for that. Can we get I'm Draymond to think mic'd of, up just in the stands? Oh, if the Warriors were in it, I would pick Draymond hands down. Yeah. But Boban. Boban would be fun. Honestly, I think J.J. Barea would be funny because he's he's old enough and yeah. comfortable enough to say things, right? Jared Dudley. Rondo. A couple people saying Rondo. That'd be funny. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think I think I would have to do it. Like a Pat Beverly mic, mic'd up Pat Bev. Would Dwight would Howard just cool. say weird things or would he just say the cliche, like, <laughs> teammate things? Would you, would you get – I think if you got – Miked up Dwight Howard for the entire playoffs. And let's say the Lakers go all the way to the finals. The most possible games that you could get from the Lakers. So you have a huge sample size of Dwight Howard audio. You would get three things that make absolutely no sense that would be wild from Dwight Howard. So just for the sheer like <laughs> the sheer prospect of getting something wild from Dwight Howard, I think I might go him. Okay. Spencer Dinwiddie, he's like talking to somebody at the paint like, hey, bro, you want to invest in my contract? <laughs> don't take I'll it personal. He's year. looking at the scouts. He's like, don't take it personal. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the rate for Bitcoin right now? And Dinwiddie. Oh, man. It would be fun. I think it would be Patrick Beverly, though. Do you have any more questions? Um, yes, I have. Uh, okay. How many more do you quick have? Disney, let, let's do, I have two more. Let's do two more because I just got some more questions. We have some more games coming up after this. One is a quick one for Disney, uh, for the Disney nerds in there. Wait, are you taking a yes, break first or what? Taking. Oh, I thought you were waiting for me to tell the two. No, no, we're doing two. We're, we'll out. do two coming up after this. Here we go. That's what I was waiting for. That's what I just said. All right, Isaac, hit me with your last two questions as you take a big swig of whatever hit that me is. With your best. Um, okay, uh, Disney nerds out there, if you got the choice and they said hey nick you could only go to one park in disney while you're there which park would you choose okay so this is different for every person but for me personally if i had to pick just one park to go to i'm going to i'm going to hollywood studios interesting it's it's it wouldn't necessarily be the the best pick even like a year ago yeah but i think i would be like third or fourth of my right now hollywood studios has they have uh Tower of Terror, great ride. They have Rock and Roller Coaster, great ride. They have the Indiana Jones Stunt Show. It's a great show. They have uh, like the Frozen Live Show, which is like cool if you have kids, if you like the musical. Um, there's other I've stuff like that. that. Cool. There's Star Wars Land, obviously. Galaxy's Edge, huge. Millennium Falcon mm-hmm. ride is awesome. The Rise of Resistance is the greatest ride I've ever ridden in my life, so it has that. Uh, okay. And then you have Toy Story Land, which adds a couple of things. It's fun to walk through. And uh, I'm probably missing some things, but that's that's what I'm going with. Okay, I think I'd go Animal Kingdom or Magic Kingdom, but oh well. Last question I have for you. Something I haven't heard anybody talk about. I know, I mean, who cares really about it right now? But <laughs> halftime yeah. of the games at Disney. What do they do? I'm, I'm going to give you four multiple choice. You pick. Should they play a Pixar short? <laughs> Just show should the they ba- just what's the bowel buns one? Just show that. Uh, one. Yes. Should the they play ones. a Pixar short? Should they just fill that time? Here we go. Free idea to the NBA. You have movies invest into this time, and they show movie trailers and stuff during halftime. Interesting. I don't know what value have, that brings to the consumer, but I think that would be cool for Disney. You have NBA trivia for fans watching, or not keeping my attention, even me, or. Or other, another idea. 
Do you have another idea or you're saying other? No, I'm just saying I'm open to suggestions. <laughs> Music videos, you're not going to have any live concerts. In, I mean, unless Damien Lewis is going to perform every time. Can we get live time. shows from performers from Disney? <laughs> I don't think pull that off. <laughs> yeah, there's just something. There has to be something that's going to keep a TV audience attention. It's going to be different than you know a live show. So, maybe- if you get put out of the playoffs, I'm John in our chat right now says not playing all stars play horse or knockout. If you get put out of the playoffs, the players have you have to be a part of the knockout crew. <laughs> just a sad group of NBA players like randomly throwing up threes to be honest the halftime is going to be it's just going to be TNT guys it's just going to be inside the NBA right for every game though that's the way it is on TV anyway and nobody's going to be in person well okay in my mind (laughs) I was thinking about regular season games and I'm like all right, like that's if they play if each team plays five regular season games I mean that's just a ton of have we thought about or even talked about so like for the Mavericks playing regular season games are they getting follow well and and uh, or is are they getting follow on harp or is somebody or is like Mike Brain gonna call like six games in a day? <laughs> no, they probably have the local guys call it just remotely though. Man, so they're gonna they're cut to studio with like man, that's gonna yeah. be interesting. Okay, will next season be called the 2021 season? Because if it, it starts just, after, then yeah, it might just happen only in 21. Yeah, that would look so weird on Basketball Reference. It would, but it'd be kind of cool. Anyway, I'm done with my questions. There you go. There you go. There's some questions for you. Uh, Andre says interactive laser tag. (laughs) Cool. Just have the players play laser tag on the court. Mic'd up. (laughs) All right, let's play a little uh, pick between two things. I got a couple here, uh, just enough to get you to the uh, the last segment. So, um, chat, pick between two of these things. Would you rather have the career of Charles Barkley great player mvp once uh made it to the finals but didn't win a finals you don't get the broadcast career you just get the playing career <laughs> and or would you rather have the playing career of robert ori you're on three different like all-time teams you we've won literally seven nba titles you've hit some big shots but you didn't get paid as much as charles barkley and you weren't as good of a player obviously so if you're picking one of those two isaac pick the career of which player you'd rather be charles barkley You'd rather be the the better player than the. See, I'm picking Robert Ory every time. No, but but here's the thing: if you, I thought you were going to say Barkley or Draymond just because of that beef and everything, and I was going to say Draymond. But the drop off to, and because Draymond has the rings, it's just the drop off to the talent of Ory and how much money Barkley made. Like I would want to see the money difference because we're also talking Barkley. Ory made like fifty million dollars. I mean, that's like to me, that's enough money for me. I, if I, you know, two hundred well, million dollars. I'm also like, thinking. What do I do with that at that point? In my mind, I'm also thinking playing on the dream team too. So also true. I I would say I mean to be able to have that gold medal and be on that the greatest basketball team of all time would be incredible. Or he got to play with Hakeem, Shaq, Kobe, and Duncan. Yeah. Oh yeah, I I think that would be a it would be so fun to play that role for sure. I think I would take Barkley over that. But if yeah, if you swapped out Ori for another guy like Draymond who would make you know more money than Barkley or have like and have more or have more rings than Barkley, obviously I would take <laughs> any, Draymond. Any rings. <laughs> any rings. But just but. because of the difference in the player, it looks like uh, a couple people taking Charles in the chat, and then mostly Ori. It seems like. And it's actually it's split yeah. three three 
in the chat mm-hmm. so far. But yeah. Uh, okay. So the NBA just recently said that they're going to switch from Spalding basketballs to Wilson basketballs. They used to be, mm-hmm. you know, Wilson basketball exclusive, and then they were Spalding for as long as we've known the NBA, basically. Uh, so if you had to choose to play basketball with a Wilson or a Spalding, Wilson for sure. Really? Great. Great. Yeah. Great move. Great move. Interesting. Yes. See, I've always been Spalding. Anytime I have, and I don't play basketball that much anymore, but anytime I had. The choice between the two, I'm always going Spalding. I just always liked it we, better. Uh, the church I work at, we just uh, built a gym over the past year, and so we bought a bunch of basketballs. And uh, yeah, were you the basketball I, I czar? A, you got to choose. I had, I had a choice in that, or I had a, at least an input in that. And uh, we have a bunch of Wilson basketballs now. There you go. Uh, in the chat, uh, a couple of people saying Speed says he only played with Wilson. Uh, Speed thinks that he's heard that the NBA ball is horrible. I don't know. I have a replica one in my house, and I don't think it's that bad. Uh, okay. Pick between two of these things. You had to be the GM of one of these two teams, the Sixers or the Grizzlies. Sixers, you get this team that's sort of formed already. They have some pretty big problems, and you're going to have to make some huge decisions, but you have a lot more talent. Grizzlies, you're a little bit more on the ground level, but you have a, some talent already to work with. I would take the Grizzlies. You don't want the Sixers headache, even though they have yeah better players. The headache, the expectations right now. Um, you have like I love Embiid, but they're still like the medical stuff worries you some. They have so much money tied to Tobias Harris and those guys, and then the Ben Simmons conundrum and all that. So, I, I, yeah, I think right now you could coast it out over the Grizzlies and have have that job for uh, a handful of years as you continue to build and and all of that and and i like their young pieces too i love y'all lo- y'all know i love brandon clark uh in addition to john and jaron jackson yeah Jr. yeah grizzlies have some some great pieces would you rather sixers or kings gm oh my so kings Lord. you're taking a couple steps back but you don't have as many headaches. You could probably keep your job for a little bit longer with the Kings than with the Sixers because Sixers just seems like if you make one wrong move, you're gone, right? Yeah. Um. Gosh, I mean, if you, you get the leeway Vladi did, then I'll definitely take <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll definitely take the Kings in no, that. We can't rub it I in just, his face more. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah. I think in that scenario, I'd take Philly and just say screw it. And I would immediately entertain the Ben Simmons market and let's try to put a better team around Joel Embiid. Plus, John has a good point in the chat. He said the Grizzlies can't compete in the postseason because the West is too tough. Like, that's another thing you have to think about. The Sixers are in the East. I mean, they could go to the Eastern Conference Finals a lot easier than Grizzlies could even win one series, you know? True, but if you're thinking about yourself, uh, I think job security, uh, some, you would have a long Some people think about longer. other people besides themselves, I, I don't know. I don't know about you, I think, but... You'd have longer job security in Memphis of got this young team and like all this stuff. All right, a couple more for you. Would you rather be the coach of the Rockets or the Sixers right now? Why is the Sixers in all of Cause this? Because they're a hard, a really hard team right now to coach and GM. Oh, I would take I'd be the head coach of the Sixers any day of the week. Over the Rockets, yeah, that that one's tough. Yeah. At least with the Rockets, you have those two just dominating personalities. With the Sixers, it feels like I don't know. It's, I mean, there's, it's so hard. I'd pick every other team, I think, over those two. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would take Sixers all day over them. Because the Rockets, if they don't, if they don't go far in the playoffs, or if they don't win a series, you're probably gone as a coach, right? That's to say, if you lose in the oh, first yeah. round, you're, Dan Tony's gone you're anyway. Um, okay, one more. Would you rather be a 20 point per game scorer in the NBA or a 10 assists per game passer? 
20 point per game score everything else in your your you know your game is pretty subpar 10 assists per game but you're not that great of a scorer oh man i'm gonna go the 20 points score because i think you'll have a longer history in the league uh, a 10 assist passer is interesting because you get 10 assists per game you're getting some volume there and you every time you play you get that so that one's interesting 20 yeah. point per game scores it feels like there's there's so many more 20 point per game scores there's only like two 10 assist guys are, that are even close right now yeah and right now it feels like you have there's no like john stockton's anymore even rondo's anymore there's not like that guy yeah. that gets a bunch of assists and doesn't really score that much no it's like luca trey uh, lebron those are the top assist guys yeah and they're still putting up a ton of points so right that's yeah. what i'm saying yeah you have to be both there's there's not really any 10 assist and not 20 point per game score guys really yeah i'd be i do the 20 points per game i think you get paid more that route too yeah uh would you rather be a 2010 you know points rebounds guy or a 40 percent three-point shooter 2010 um 2010 yeah it feels like you're getting the volume 40 percent three-point shooter is a little ambiguous you could be you could be anything but Steve Novak. Even though the 2010 points rebounds guy could be like Aldridge, right? Which, not that great. Not that great? What? I mean, but is 2010 like actually contributing to wins that much? I think it could if you have the right team around you for sure. True, but it feels like 40% three-point shooters usually are on the right teams. Davis Bertans? (laughs) Fair. (laughs) Good call. All right, coming up, let's get into um, some more rapid-fire what-ifs. We did this a couple weeks ago in the last game pod. You guys gave us a bunch of them, so we're going to get into more of those coming up. All right, Isaac, let's get into some rapid-fire what-ifs. You did some more research than you're supposed to. These are supposed to just be off the top of the head, but I just want to let everyone know that you did research. All right, this is from Pattis. He said, what if Salah Mejri never went off against the Grizzlies that one year? So he ended up with the Pelicans lottery slot, get the number one pick and add Zion with Porzingis and Luka. This one's fun. and So I think the what if Zion to Dallas thing will be bigger at, at like every year that it goes on. And I think it'll be bigger in Dallas circles more than like NBA circles. But if zion landed in dallas it wouldn't like like he would be joining nothing would change really because he would be joining it's not like if you got zion you wouldn't have kp or whatever it is like you would still have kp and luca and even tim hardaway jr and like all of that so i my immediate question is would this be the best young core under the age of 24 since when i mean it already is without zion i mean (laughs) But like, well, yeah, but I'm saying Zion, Luca, and KP, I mean, that trio under the 24 and under, I mean, I guess we're looking at OKC, but even like OKC back in the day with KD, Russ, and Harden, no one really knew Harden was going to be that good. So like he was good, but it was like six man Harden and all that stuff. Is Zion the Harden in that group? (laughs) Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, he is. That's wild. But it's like. But yeah, that's the. It, I just yeah, the bullseye would be on Dallas's back. I mean, we would have people on national talk show hosts that would be like, I mean, there's no reason Dallas shouldn't win four titles, <laughs> you know, over the next decade. There's no I mean, way. And so, that. oh, it would be unbelievable for this podcast and everything. So that would be fun. Imagine though. the small ball lineups with with Zion and Porzingis. 
with Luca and yeah. then just two shooters like Curry and Hardaway or or Dorian and Hardaway, like whoever. That those lineups yeah. would be insane. Uh, Zach says, "What if the Mavs sign Jonathan Isaac to go alongside Luca and KP?" Um, yeah. One, I think Jonathan Isaac's the best player on the Magic. <laughs> I think he's better than uh, Aaron Gordon and definitely a better prospect moving forward. So I, I think if you're Orlando coming out of that rookie contract, then you're going to be signing him to that uh, extension. So I don't think he even hits the open market yeah. free agency, I mean, for another, what, six years? So uh, I love his fit. I love him. I love him as a player. I just don't see, yeah. His fit would be almost, his fit agent. would be almost perfect, I think. Uh, it, for it sure. allows yeah, Porzingis for sure. to still play the five. Uh, Jonathan Isaac, can he can guard some of the bigger guys uh, out there, but you'd still have some issue with there. Uh, Billy said, what if the Mavs had actually signed Mike Conley and Hassan Whiteside in 2016? Do you want me to go fast forward through all of this? Go, you go. You, go. Right. You, you texted me and said you have a bunch on this, so go for it. I went down a rabbit hole on this so much because I just want to see all the ripple effects if this actually did happen. Uh, because this is the same summer that KD joined the Warriors, same summer that they signed Harrison Barnes. So obviously... Um, Harrison Barnes or Andrew Bogut would not happen. But here's the crazy thing. You would basically get this kind of debate right now of who would you have rather had over the course of four years, Harrison Barnes or Mike Conley? Really kind of similar players as far as vet, like kind of, you know, Conley's a little, a little bit older, but vet presence in the locker room, like great Conley's guy. Conley's like six years older than Harrison Barnes, isn't he? How old's Harrison Barnes? Yeah, but... 26? Uh, 26, 27? Conley's like... Conley wasn't in our 33, but he's like 32. Okay. Um, so just that fit. Then you would be looking at, okay, so both him and Whiteside would be coming off the books this summer because Conley would, would have had to sign a four-year deal, not the five-year deal because he signed five-year deal to stay in Memphis. But if he signed, Nevis just replied to me on Twitter right now, so you're replying to Twitter and in the chat. But Shout out to he Nevis. would have signed a four-year deal with, with Whiteside. So both of them would have been coming off the books this summer. So it wouldn't have impacted 2021 free agency. That starting lineup that year would have been Mike Conley, Wes Matthews, Dorian, Dirk, and Whiteside. Here's the th- the Nerlens Noel trade doesn't happen, and but here's the thing that you guys I, never become friends. <laughs> hot dog gate does ne- never oh, happen. Sad. Here, here's the thing that I, I think I can get here. I think I can say this and feel confident about it. I don't think that their record changes, and I don't think it impacts them getting Luca, because like I don't like they won 33 gra- games with Harrison Barnes and Darren Williams and and Wes Matthews and Dirk and some of these and getting getting Nerlens Noel. I don't think Mike Conley and Whiteside make them like a top. You know, I don't think that they do that much. So. Here's another thing. If Mike they Conley don't, was it, not. I mean, in 26, and he was not the the player he is like for the Jazz right now. And I think that I feel like he wasn't. He averaged 20 points a game, but so did Harrison Barnes. So my point is, fair. how much of a difference that would have Mike? How many more wins did Mike Conley would have gotten you more than Harrison Barnes? Basically, and if the the white side that we're seeing right now, he may have added some negative wins, <laughs> right? Very true. So, okay, let's say they get the same draft Even position. Whiteside with Carlisle would be interesting, but he's playing under Terry Stotts right now and he's putting up empty stats. Anyway, let's say they get the same draft position in the Dennis draft. They don't take Dennis though, right? Because they have Conley. No, Conley's yeah. under contract for Maybe two more years. Mitchell. So they might go Mitchell or they could go Zach Collins. They like Zach Collins back then. Um, 
But I don't. I just don't. I don't think this is one. Now, one thing I I think it's safe to say doesn't happen is the Porzingis trade because yeah. at this point you're not signing DeAndre Jordan and you, you know the next Dennis. year because you have Whiteside. Um, whatever player you took in that in in that Dennis draft, you could put in the deal. But I think Luca could could have still happened maybe because I don't think they would have been that much better with. Conley and Whiteside instead of what they did. And they really dodged a bullet with that. I mean, it continues in the trend of the Mavericks going after these free agents and then dodging bullets by not signing them to huge deals, right? <laughs> they, they dodged a bullet, but I almost went back. Like, I I had that mindset digging into it, but it's not like it, it kept them... It's not like they signed somebody big time over the past two years that you're like, they wouldn't have signed them and their contracts would have been coming off the books by now. So, they dodged a bullet because you, you don't, you don't want to be paying Whiteside that much money, right. but... It's not like they missed out on something. Well, it's not. It wasn't a life-threatening yeah. bullet. It was just like like one that was going towards your I know. thigh, right? Like, but I went into <laughs> it like, oh my gosh, that would have been detrimental if we got them to at that that cost. And honestly, I don't know how much it would have changed if we got those two. It just would have, yeah. I, it wouldn't. It wouldn't have finished exactly like it is now with Luca and Porzingis, and that's the most ideal scenario besides Zion, right? <laughs> besides Zion. With Luke yeah, Morrison. true. There you go, guys. True. Appreciate you joining us on this game pod. Again, we do every, we're live every Thursday night on the hot mic app. So join us there guys on the podcast. Thanks so much for listening to lockdown maps. Peace out. Boom. Boom.